0: Feel like, somehow, health has become like you know, you have to keep up with it and it's you know, competitive. And I'm like, oh my god, what? that is ridiculous! It's I know, so it's a, bizarre, it's crazy. So, that um, just like live your life and do you in whatever way is the best form.
1: Welcome to the HGW podcast, where your hosts Zoe Secutus and Erica Huss founders of Blueprint Cleanse, the iconic juice brand that sparked a multi-billion
2: dollar category. We bootstrapped, scaled, and sold, and now we're moving on. We put down the juicer and picked up the mic to start a conversation. We'll bring you behind-the-scenes information on leading brands and emerging ideas in this rapidly evolving world of wellness.
1: Every Wednesday, we chat with experts or entrepreneurs who help us cut through the noise and bring you information you can actually use.
2: No shaming, no guilt, just the cold pressed truth about real ways you can feel better, mentally, physically, and emotionally. And
1: bonus, we even share our often humiliating personal experiences, all in the name of your
2: wellness journey. Clinical studies have shown that writing five-star reviews improves mood and circulation. So if you like what you hear, give us some love and share with a friend.
1: Often irreverent and occasionally intuitive, consider us your navigators on the bumpy highway to well.
2: Hey, Zoe. Good afternoon, Erica. Hi. You were just singing a little song.
1: I was. I was... (laughs) Caught me. (laughs) I was singing a little song. It's super corny, Uh, but it's a dreary, dreary, rainy day. I just had a slightly frustrating phone call, so I often will sing ridiculous songs after or something annoying or stressful. Sure, sing it out. Happens it's very therapeutic. Um, do you want to sing the song that I was just singing? I don't really know the words that well. It's from like it's um, from like the Brady the Brady brunch. brunch. Yeah, like I think I'll go for a walk outside now. The summer sun's calling my name. I hear it now. Okay, no one needs to, <laughs> but
2: it puts a smile on your it face. It does put a smile it? on your face. It puts it. It's a again. It's right in your step. Cathartic. It's therapeutic. That's whatever. You um, do,
1: we do what we got to do. It's true. Uh, we do. Yeah. just
2: We're just bringing our whole selves here.
1: Did you have a segue that you wanted I to did share? It. You, you did saw it.
2: that my brain was yeah, trying to I click s- onto a segue. I, I, don't, say, I don't actually have it. I saw your brain skipping. I'm just so going to say. We're just going to dive right in. We're going to go into it. We're yeah. going to say we met Don Russell Lovely. She's wonderful. I know. I feel like we should just hang out. I mean, we always like, you know, like the Five, Nine, and Up Club. Like, that's always like the up top ladies right here. <laughs> and she's tall. She's stunningly gorgeous. And she's got an incredible story. Yeah.
1: <laughs> You're like, I'm starting a club for stunning girls who are super
2: tall. <laughs> I'm just starting wow. a club for women that I can make eye contact with because there are not yeah, that many of it. us.
1: I know. It's, it is hard being a tall girl growing up as a tall girl because yeah. you're constantly crouching. You you have like the worst posture ever. You're trying to make yourself small so, when you're growing up. Right. And I think it affects psychology your, your it, brain. Uh, you think? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you have great posture and you're standing upright, it makes you feel more confident and all the rest. And I think like when you're constantly having to crouch, it does something to the back of your brain.
2: I think that's right. Yeah. So anyway. We can ask her about that on our next conversation.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Don, we'd like to have you back to talk
2: posture. (laughs) Just talk about, you know, the life of being a tall girl. Anyway, she is the founder of (laughs) Eight Greens, which is um, a very cool little effervescent tablet that has a ton of greens packed into this. little... How many greens? Well, eight. Eight, but, that's right. You know, there's like all these equivalents and stuff on the box, which is cool. It's like mm-hmm. yeah, vitamin B6 as much as six cups of spinach and as much vitamin C as six oranges. and <laughs> But it's legit. It's like, actually, she spent five
1: years on R&D trying to get this right. And I think she nailed it. I mean, it really actually does. At the risk of sounding like an infomercial, it tastes really good and it's super easy because it's like this, it's got effervescence. So you just drop it in, kind of like a Tums tablet.
2: How you drop it in a cup of water? drinking think Alka Seltzer, but yes. Or Al- oh, tums you just chew. You just chew. Yeah. Oh, right,
1: Alka Seltzer. Right, yeah. right, right. Or
2: we could bring it up to like 2019 and then call <laughs> it like a noon or any of these like energy I, tablets. I am um, a bit older, as you can tell, so I'm going to stick to. <laughs> You're going to sing about the Brady Bunch and (laughs) Alka-Seltzer. Okay, anyway. Oh my God, I'm old AF. Eight Greens is, um, it tastes delicious. It's really her whole message and mission is about getting people to add more greens into their life for health purposes. She has an incredible health story. She was diagnosed with cancer at the age of 25. Stage three. Stage three lymphatic cancer. Blows your mind.
1: Insanity.
2: So, talk about wellness wake up calls and opportunities to really learn how to heal yourself from the inside out. Um, It's an incredible story. She's got a great product. And yeah, I think you guys will enjoy. Yes, a lot of learnings. So, have a listen. Okay. Welcome, Dawn Russell, founder of Eight Greens. Thank you so much. Do you have other titles under your belt that we need to be That's all good. Okay, good. Eight greens effervescent tablets. Effervescent tablets. I had an effervescent tablet this morning. I mean that's how I refer to them. How do you refer to them?
0: Yeah, effervescent yeah. tablets. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I had two. You had two, so you had yeah, 16 that's greens. How I rolled two. But I have to say it was an accident because I didn't oh. realize that they were stuck together. Oh. And then, once <laughs> I plopped them in, I was like, okay, double them down.
0: But you you have to like by practice. I do. I mean, not every day, but like I am always jet lagged or tired or, you know, yeah. mom and uh, you don't look well- like any of those things, by the well, way. You look you. I am feeling highly them, rested but- and very oh, fresh faced. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, like this morning, I had two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I've got two kids in a hotel room, jet lagged. Yeah, okay. definitely rocked too this morning.
1: <laughs> okay. So you're in New York right now with your two children. Yeah. Otherwise, um, you would be in
0: London, London. where we live. And it's half term for them. So yeah. we have a two-week work. Nice. Fun. Yeah. Fun. So what are you guys going to do while you're here? So, well, we're launching gummies for 8 Greens. So I totally used my children on Monday. Which we tried. Which I said I would never do. Um, I'm always like, no, we'll keep them super private and never allow them to be on anything and on monday i'm like sure All my uh, children well, where did you pimp children. them out uh we did some videos fun. we did some video content and then um yeah today they're at chinatown for lunch going to the aladdin play on broadway Fun. And mom and daddy are working
2: fun cool. oh my
0: gosh i have to go i'm just like taking you, you want to take a, a mental vacation note. to yeah, new to york
1: aladdin <laughs> on broadway <laughs> um well that's exciting and so your children were big fans of the gummies uh, they they
0: helped create the gummies. Yeah, really? Very much so. Yeah, they tasted a lot of prototypes, especially my older one. And very much helped with the form because we thought we would do a long worm because mm-hmm. I thought it would taste better. But in actuality, like a round disc take, tastes much better in your mouth. Yeah. Kind of more uh, yeah. like solid. Well, and, it's like,
2: easier to kind of get it all over your palate at once. Yeah. They were soft, which I liked. Yeah. And it
0: was like too kind of whole with the worm. Yeah. And it just wasn't like in your mouth. And, and Things it's Things that you do not think about gummy prototype. thing. Well, think. also gum, a, a worm is so kidsy yeah. that you think sugar and ours yeah. is so serious for gummy. You need to like have a serious thing in your mouth. There's yeah, it gummy. is serious. It's a serious size, right? It's, it's like... Ser- there's serious content. Yeah. Right. And I'm actually learning that the more, I mean, we've just launched them on Monday, but the more I get feedback, I'm like people, like there's a lot of stuff in them. And I, I mean, and that's not to sell them. What I'm meaning is people should really only have two a day. Right. You know, it's, there's a lot in them.
2: Yeah. But they're big, like they couldn't even be smaller because of the amount of. Yeah. So our manufacturer wanted to make four. Right. And, and that's was too like, much to ask
0: people. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, that's how I mean, you read certain supplements and, and, you know, the back of the label in the fine print where you see that you think you're getting all of these incredible ingredients in one pill and you're actually supposed to take like four, four or six, exactly. which is insane. It's that just, is exactly
0: yeah. why I didn't want to do it. I feel you like you can't it's ask so people false, to do that. You know, yeah. especially like if you're, we, um, we're working on another product and it's like the collagen. You think if you take one thing and then you read you're supposed to have like six of them, yeah, I mean, the me are that big and you're like, it's so. just a lot to ask yeah. of your consumer.
2: And it then really assuming is. that they're also taking at least five other things. So and the jar is that big. So
0: yeah. you know, it's two weeks and it's gone. Yeah.
1: And if they're American, they're probably taking like five times right the amount of cell phone Right. Cause them. we like to overdo everything. We like to have really expensive urine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, well said I've so never heard that I can't yeah. take
1: credit for it someone said that and I thought it really, was pretty it's funny and accurate right. yeah I'm going to tell
0: my husband that. Um,
1: <laughs> but it's funny because that's how so I, there are many stairs right. in in my house and every night to get my kids up the stairs because they get very tired at the end of the day and then they're like pick me up I'm like oh my god yeah. my body's broken I bait them Every night with gummies, to, like vitamin gummies, to go up the stairs, <laughs> you dangle them from Literally the top. kids, the the, <laughs> two and four. Oh man, you're in deep. So yeah. yeah, I'm in like the thick of it. But it works. It's like oh, thank God. So I can't wait to get my hands on the
0: big <laughs> the vaginas, gummies, the
1: big discs. Yeah. I can see them
0: from the bottom of the stairs. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's good that, yeah, gummies are better. I saw one woman trying to potty train her child um, with Tic Tacs.
2: It's like, you try everything. It's like bonkers. That is not a rewarding incentive
0: at all. It's so hard and like crunchy. Yeah. I was like, oof.
2: Um, okay. All right. Well, Let's get down to the actual yeah, well, contents yeah. of these. Let's go back to the beginning and how, how
0: did you arrive here? You've had a really fascinating journey. And- yeah, it's been long now. I mean, it's, you know, I'm uh, 45 in a couple of months and this started when I was 25. So, you know, 20 years ago. Um, so I had cancer when I was 25 and uh, it was here in New York at Memorials Memorial on Kettering. And Essentially on my fourth surgery, it was, I had stage three out of four cancer. So it was obviously incredibly serious. And on my fourth surgery, I got a bone infection and that's really where everything turned for me. I mean, essentially in my whole life, because I was transferred to a hospital in Boston that specialized in um, bone infections. And got the infection sorted, was able to heal my body, which was massive and really kind of broke everything in my body. And as a result, couldn't do chemo or radiation. And so then that's when it really took a right turn for me. And i four years traveled around the world. I mean, you name it from like Australia to Austria, to Bhutan, to France. I went there trying to find either, you know, centers or leading doctors or leading treatments to compensate for the chemo radiation. Long story short, to only end up, in a small little apartment in the West Village just going to the basics of nutrition. And it was literally me just doing, you know, it was like I was on my own little research. I would go to, you know, was, I think it's now called Health and Harmony. It was Lifetime at the point. Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. yeah. yep. oh, on. Oh yeah, T-H-Y-N-E. I I spent hours oh, on that Melvin. second floor. You know my guy with the dreads, Melvin. Yes, Melvin. Yes, yeah, you know shop, Melvin, yeah, Melvin's juice shop, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's like that's like <laughs> that's so crazy. He's like because a celebrity, yeah. I talk about him so much. And no one knows Melvin. So I used so to I'm get, get like juice from him. Yeah, the dreads. So Melvin does the coconut. Yeah would spend out. And then do you know, Joe, the guy up front that talks a million miles an hour and knows that those were my two guys and they, um, we went through everything. And then there was a few people at the union square market and basically just tried every concoction and greens were the only thing that were really working. Everything else was being negative. Like I was getting rashes or I would throw up or I would lose my bowels. Like it was so immediately on the negative greens, they would stay in, which was a good starting point. But then, um, you know, I could be out from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. It was just such baby steps. And this was obviously with, you know, Memorials and Kettering and my GP really going, you know, the three of us kind of orchestrating this all. Having said that, It was incredibly organic and and naive. You know, at the time, my uh, surgeon at Memorial, Kettering, said 20 years ago, I was the very first patient to do kind of complementary, alternative, integrative medicine, which we're basically talking about nutrition, you know, greens, just as basic as diet. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Um, And now I'm, I'm probably every patient of his has, I don't know. But yeah, it was really, it was greens that were the turning point for me. So from that point, I got married and wanted to have my first child. And again, Memorial Sun Kettering was like, Dawn, just don't roll the dice. Like this was so dramatic and so hard. And I said, no, it's just been my life dream. And so I used the greens again when I was carrying my first son. I don't have sensation in my left leg. So I had so many greens just to keep everything circulating and to help me. Because you can imagine like putting the weight of a baby on your leg is just um, not easy. And it was once I had him who will be nine in a couple of months that I sat down with my husband and just said, I've got to do something. Like I know so much about greens. It's ridiculous. And, and didn't even know what I was going to do or how I was going to do it. Or, you know, it was just, it was, it was really organic. And I think that's probably why eight grains has done so well Is it, you know, it truly was like an accident that just yeah.
1: What happened. So. Yeah. so let's go back. Yes. I was gonna I really say the same dig thing. Into the, like, I want to start first with the actual time that you spent traveling around and what you discovered and what you tried.
2: I would actually like to go back a little you bit. You further. Back earlier? I well, because <laughs> oh, let's I mean, go back to you're you're accustomed to telling your story and you can just start off by saying, like I had cancer, but oh yeah, that, it's it's that's impactful. And I feel like it's it's definitely um valuable, I think, for people to understand really what that experience was in the first right. place. Like what, what type of cancer did you have? And-, and actually, I want to go back even further. Oh my God. I'm going <laughs> <at> to <the> back.
1: <laughs> I'm going to one-up you there. What were you doing yes. before you were diagnosed? I was getting there. Oh, okay. You know, I was and what there. was your... What was your lifestyle you're from, you were living, where, what were you eating? How are you exercising? What were you doing? Very
0: few people ask that because it's, it's really unexciting. I'm from New York. Um, Erica's from New York. I know she's super unexciting too. Yeah. Uh, So bait, you know, I was just kind of doing the typical 20 something like, yeah, I would drink, but I was never like, you know, never abused anything like, you know, would have sweets, but never like deep into anything. Like it was very kind of normal, shall I say. Mm -hmm. And, um. So when then I when I did get sick and then to find out like how sick I was. It was so uh it was obviously so surprising, but I think for me, so that's kind of like where I was prior to finding out when I was sick, but when I found out I was sick, it literally was like I'm. everyone in this room has been touched by an illness or cancer. So I think even if you haven't personally had it, you would have the same feeling. You initially go into like, okay, this is a mathematical problem that I have to solve. And you get very like, you know, and then like four months in there's a night where you're over, you know, you're so underslept and your pain is just over your threshold and you'll completely lose your mind. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of how it went for me. I would say, I say, I stayed super strong through a lot of it. And then there are kind of two moments in particular where you just, yeah, I just, you, you actually crumble. And
1: so what were the physical symptoms? Like, how did you know that something was off? Well,
0: that's why I am still one of Memorial, Memorial Sun Kettering's like research, um, patients. I was at the time, I don't know if I am now, I should actually find out being 25 and having stage three out of four, I had lymphatic cancer in my mm-hmm. left groin. Um, I should have had so many side effects. I should have had issues, you know, urinating, etc. I had nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, And now what they've, the research they've done, because most of the people to have stage three out of stage four and have no symptom, you're normally um, more at an elderly state of life Mm -hmm. because you're, everything's moving slower. So as a result, it's had time to really get, you know, a thick, dense tumor, so to speak Mm -hmm. for me, you know, what they now know, because I was 25, I'm quite tall i was quite i am quite lean everything moves quicker so it was like it got dense really fast mm-hmm. okay so that was you know they've done so and i'm also fair skin pale um that keeps it all there's a few key benchmarks that people have you know, researchers scientists at Memorial and have now been able to have a little bit more order to it it's still scary because it happens so fast you know yeah and it's um I had no swelling of a lymph node or anything like so that. So what was the tip off and how did you get diagnosed? So I had a mole on my bottom that just was just starting to like not feel right. And it mm-hmm. was really, it, it didn't really, it just didn't feel right. And they took it off and did a biopsy. And so that showed that there was melanoma in that mole. And then we went and took my first, my sentinel lymph node in my left groin. And then that's when we started realizing like, wow, this is this still So is really without serious. that, having that mole removed, it would not have been
2: detected until even later. Much later. And- yeah.
0: Wow! Yeah, so it was really. Huh? Yeah, and And that.
2: Sorry to interrupt. Was that mole removed just as part of like a normal scan? Just like a regular dermatological no, scan? No, so that's or?
0: what's... Um, do you know Dr. Lori Polis if you grew up in New York? Um, I don't, no. Um, I don't even know. She's, <laughs> she's a GP or dermatologist? She's a dermatologist okay. and um, she's seen my whole family, like took care of my whole family and literally I just saw her once. was like, yeah, this is feeling weird on my genes. Like it would rub and it would just kind of feel weird and, and neither of us thought anything of it. So we just got it off and I mean, thank God there's the standard biopsy process. But the part that's interesting is, you know, my butt for didn't get any sun. Um, So it very much was a genetic thing. And that was really what Memorial Kettering and I were focusing on is like, why, why was that so fast? And, you know, the pale skin, the tall, the lean, the age, it all accelerated everything is what we started to put together. Yeah. That's
1: funny. I think I heard something about how over, you know, if you're overweight when you have more, and this could be totally wrong, but The general idea was if you have more fat, the sort of toxins or cancer or whatever it is, will go there first and it can kind of like live there. Whereas like, as opposed to finding your organs. So like if you are lean, there's sort of like, it's like there's less place to hide. Right. So it literally it makes will go, sense, but it, yeah. it could also be total bullshit. Yeah, could be total bullshit. We'll get what's her face to fact check. We don't have <laughs> well, a fact yeah. checker. <laughs> yeah. um, we don't so, have a fact but, checker. <laughs> what's her name? So we're yeah, uh, our imaginary fact checker. Yeah, she's awesome. Super cheap. Um, so Very thorough. that's that's crazy because I just sh- had a scary move remo- uh, mole removed. Um, well, you're like that yeah. was not. Um, it was under my. I'll show you. Oh yeah, I have where
0: I don't get sun. A billion of those, so don't feel bad.
1: Where I don't get sun, which yeah. is why it
0: was a little scary. But yes, yeah. and we buy. But you're super thin. Day. You're tall. Yeah, you've got to be just have them all checked. Yeah.
1: Well, that was a scary stat too, by dermatologists, because they like to scare you. Said like oh. the number one cause of death for uh, like white adults under the age of forty is melanoma which I thought was shocking. I did not know that. Did you? I did know that because I attended the
2: Melanoma Foundation because you're pale and and tall. tall. Because I'm pale and tall. Yes. You
0: actually don't seem that pale to me, but... Well, thank you. I appreciate that.
1: (laughs) It's like when all of your freckles come together. (laughs) It's
0: true. I'm very
2: freckly, which is also not a great... uh, No, it's good.
1: (laughs) So Anyway. I digress. So so you're talking with um, your doctors about how it is genetic, right? And so did, was there a conversation immediately about the type of treatment? Like, was it going to, did you have any choice in the matter? Like, oh, ha, yes. how, how did that discussion go? Where do not have
0: more like, radiation. They mm-hmm. said, hands down, do not do it. No, it was, a, it was a, many people and their opinions. And ultimately I made the decision. My surgeon wanted me to do a um, interferon, which is kind of a, a, a trial. I went to, the cancer center in Boston, Dana something. We'll I'm sorry. That one too. I got a second opinion there. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we spoke to a few people in John's hop, John's hop. It basically did this whole, and then, and then I ultimately just knew it wasn't going to be even an option. I was, I was so like just thin and, you know, I was starting, my eyes were starting to go blurry. Like I was mm-hmm. getting rings in my you know, ringing noise in my ears. I just knew I was like, I, I I can't withhold You weren't more. strong enough. Yeah. And, like I, yeah. So, so you thought I, you were I gonna break. yeah, my surgeon was not happy that day, but I just knew that was my answer. And I knew I was going to go on a journey. And I mean, I guess that's the bliss, of, like 25 year old thinks you're a superwoman. <laughs> sure. and, and I also had the luxury of time, you know, I didn't have a husband or kids and, you know, and I, I, I just kind of set off. you were able to dedicate journey. yourself to healing. Yeah. Right. And
1: did how did they warn you? Did they say, Okay, well go on your journey and explore all you want, but know that, you know, the clock is ticking or you have this much time. Yeah. Or... I
0: mean, they gave me a few statistics that obviously really scared me that the, you know, I wasn't thirty yet. And getting to thirty was, you know, I got a really bad statistic on that, which was incredibly scary. And I immediately, you know, I was doing a lot of yoga and meditation and just knew like I can't carry those numbers around in my head. Yeah. That's just you know, that's just not, you're going a wrong direction on that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they definitely, I was, I, I know I scared them, you know, my surgeon, um, he met my now husband, I, I, he met later on and was like, yeah, I had a lot of sleepless nights because of of course. Your gone. and of
1: I was like, oh, well, you know, so, so you thought, okay, I'm going to approach this from a nutritional standpoint and I'm just going to explore
0: every. It wasn't even a nutritional standpoint. I am gonna, I am gonna approach this from a, um, a research point of view, right? And just gather literally as much data as possible. Yeah, like every doctor and center, and I mean, I was everywhere. Yeah, but holistically,
1: because you weren't going the chemo, you weren't going the traditional exactly. Western routes. So. Exactly.
0: Yeah.
2: So you arrived at nutritional support, I would say, because you're not necessarily saying that you know it was the the food protocol that cured or that healed you, but it's certainly supported your healing process, right? Absolutely. Um, Which I think is kind of an important clarification because I feel like especially right now in this kind of wellness landscape, you see a lot of claimy things about, you know, this ingredient will do this for you. And the reality is it it might, but you can't make those types of promises when you're talking about marketing a product. And it's really hard to even say, you know, that that is the one thing that fixed whatever ailed you. But I mean, having had the experience yourself where you're saying like, these were the things that helped me.
0: That helped me through my needs. And also, you know, now, I mean, as you know, you guys had, you were in the wellness space so deeply in, in, in like 2010. And, and, you know, for me, it was kind of like 2005 where I was just coming out of it. It's so trendy now. It's mm-hmm. like, it's like, in, it's just like a madness. It's mm-hmm. just like kind of a shit show everywhere, you know? And I, I mean, living in London, I almost feel like I can exhale when I'm there and then I'll go to LA and it will be like, have this charcoal shot. Don't have this charcoal shot. Right, like, do this, don't do that. And you're like, wow. Right, uh, it's just madness. So I just, for me, I very much, followed my gut and even more so today where it's just oversaturated. It's an understatement that like, if it, if it feels good for you, you should be doing it. If it doesn't stop, you know?
1: Right. So, so so what was the combination? Like what were the top five things uh, that, that you could? No, I appreciate you asking it was,
0: yeah. So what really worked for me were, you know, an amazing amount of greens, like the broccolis, the spinach, the kales, blue green algae was massive for me. Absolutely. Um, how did through, you arrive at that? Because I think that that's Melvin. Was it because of Melvin? That was actually more Joe, I have to say. So I had done a lot of research on it and I was really lucky to have a contact, um, in DC at the, what is it? USDA or the United Nutritional. I don't want to say her name, but she was amazing. She's since retired. Um, and so she was able to help me a lot. And she was actually the one that suggested blue green algae. And, um, you know, so much of it comes from Lake Klamath in Northern Oregon that I really started to research that lake in particular and making sure I was just getting the top quality. And then I would liquidate it and, and you know drink it. I would do whatever I could really with it, and I, I still do. I think it's absolutely magical. But also, I have to say, acupuncture became a huge thing. I actually went and studied acupuncture in China. and It was able to. I do it on myself now, which I'm not telling anyone to do, but for me, it's it's a lifesaver after. A night of two glasses of wine after a long airline, uh, you know, an airplane ride. Like that is really what helps me tick. Um, and then cupping is massive for mm-hmm. me. to just, Really? Yeah. That's
1: like the one thing I haven't done. Really? Maybe, oh my God. Cupping. I would so think
0: you would do it. I had I to do why.
2: cupping because I, I have, I still have, but I've been able to temper, my massive fear of needles. The first time I went for acupuncture, I was trying to communicate very clearly. Like I had a muscle spasm in my shoulder. I was like, I, I'm i afraid of needles. Like I, it's a physiological reaction. I can see you in front of me. You're not scary, but I'm telling you I'm going to faint. And she didn't believe me. She's like, let's just put you in the chair. I was like, No, I really need to be lying down. She's like, No, 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 we'll put you in the chair. I was like, I'm telling you, girl. So she puts a needle in my foot. I wake up on the floor. I'm like, I know, I'm a huge wuss. I'm not proud of this fact, but this is what happens. But I was in so much pain that I couldn't just like get up and leave. So she she was like, well, Let's try some cupping. And I remember? And then I had to come and meet you at the Christmas party. It was like the blueprint Christmas party night. It was Oh yeah. And, and I, I was had, like, You're such a wuss. So I, yeah, yeah. But the cupping I, helped. And it was amazing. I, yeah. Yeah, Such a, good business partner. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, you know, I
1: maybe that's why I have never look. tried cupping is because I'm, I just go so deep on acupuncture. Yeah. I'm like, just stick
2: it, as, just go as deep as you. But can. so how oh, do no. you? So I mean, you do both. Love it. So how do you find the difference?
0: Well, cupping is very much. um So so acupuncture. I'm like you. I'm like the deeper the better, and I will just feel it. You know, it's it's, just, it's a godsend for a leg that doesn't have a sensation. It's just it's deep you feel it. It's a pinpoint. Cupping is more kind of, yeah, it's painful, but it's more overall taking my heat out, like taking everything out and it itches. And I'd say cupping's more kind of all over where it's cupped, whereas the needle is like so precise. Both I love. And there was this one Chinese woman that I worked with and, and studied with a lot. And what she and her totally broken English. What I was able to understand, and I thought it was a really simple, beautiful way of explaining acupuncture. And she's like, you're going and basically you're keeping everything, your yin and your yang clean around. So you're you're protecting the organs inside. If you can keep the outside clean, nothing can get into your organs. Your organs is kind of like the circle inside, you know, the, the core and then the lines around or your blood and your yin, yang is all her terms. But keeping that circulating and healthy, then you're protecting your organs. And I I, I see what she's saying. Yeah, makes sense. Know? That's an interesting way of, see, of visualizing it. Yeah. Because
1: acupuncture is often, it's very difficult to understand or just to sort of grasp. I mean, it's a bizarre thing or like micro injuring yourself. Yeah, and,
2: we've done a couple of episodes yeah, specifically on like... Really? Um, yeah, yeah, just yeah. the principle of it. And I mean, it's, yeah, it's interesting. You create like the micro trauma in order to create that reaction. I mean, we've well, had it explained in Yeah, it's hard
1: because ways. it's not so measurable, right? Like everything is, is pretty... Anecdotal. I mean, it's the heart- way for me
0: that it's measurable is it, it can is my leg working better? You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, yes, it's not swollen. Am I not like you know, sometimes I'll, I'll trip on stuff and my ankle will give way? And you know, it's so black and white. Yeah. And I'm sure you feel better if when you're having your acupuncture. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. So mm-hmm. you have no
2: sensation in your leg
0: from my knee to my groin.
2: And that was where you got the bone infection.
0: I got my bone infection on my hip. All my okay. surgeries were in my left groin. So it just cut all the, the mm-hmm. nerve sensation.
2: But I mean, you're walking around and no one would ever know from looking at you. I wear a lot of
0: clogs, which I think people are like, why does she wear those bloody Gucci clogs? (laughs) They're cute. I I should have bought uh, (laughs) 20,000 because having the thick wood wedge helps me so much and it's flat. Mm -hmm. Heels are a bit of a drama. I like count the minutes of a wedding because they cannot stay on long.
1: Yeah, no. So. It's not good for your pelvis in general. It's
2: not good for anything, really.
1: I know, but sometimes it just looks good enough that yeah. it's good for you just, just inside for your, ego. your heart.
2: <laughs> inside your heart. You know?
1: Uh, <laughs> I feel like these shoes make my heart feel good. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, so so greens, acupuncture. Uh, um, cu- 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 can we go back to the greens for one second? Yeah. I know we're going to talk a lot about them, but... So... Did you have them cooked? Did you have them raw? Can we talk? Like, do you have oh, any yeah, opinion about? Because okay, I have a all. big,
0: what you do know, you have?
1: I, I have very strong feelings about this. You do? I do. And I've had a lot of input from a lot of Eastern practitioners who, so, so I back in like 2000, uh, went to the Ann Moore Institute and was like, this was like part of my, I was like a raw foodist at the time. I was just like deep into this idea of raw foods and the amount of raw greens I was consuming. I mean, it made, nothing made me feel good. I mean, honestly, it was just like the best I had ever felt in my life. I have ever felt in my life was living and eating that type of food. But raw though, you didn't get get the whole stomach
2: issues. No, it just
1: didn't bother me. And so Every, yeah, you were also
2: 20. So maybe no, know, but, things could be different if you were trying to do that now. Right. But
1: I compare it against how I felt before I was a raw foodist. Right. Like, right? So it's also like, well, when I was 19, I did not feel as good as I did when I was 20, 21, 22. And you could say I was probably living a little harder. I mean, it was a raw foodist, but I was also like living in the city and drinking alcohol too. You know, so it was a it was a weird, I was straddling like two very different worlds. But well, we all are, so yeah, I get it. Yeah. So I thought you know, that, that was always my go-to. That was sort of like, you know, it's sort of how like the idea of Blueprint came to be. It was like raw juicing and raw greens and like, how can we get more like live enzymes and minerals and vitamins into your system? Yep. And so fast forward now, you know, it's, I, I sort of explore a lot of modalities and, you know, acupuncture, Chinese medicine, all of that is a big part, I think, of like my daily life now. And, and, how I understand wellness, but all of those practitioners are, they urge me, like, Zoe, do not, like, you have to cook your food. Mm -hmm. Uh You know, like, you have to cook your greens. You have to, you know, eat red meat. Like, it's very, quite the opposite of how I, you know, lived and how I was eating and how I was feeling really good. So it was very confusing to me. And while, like, I get the whole Ayurveda approach, like, I also get the raw food approach. And so I mean, you know, there's- do you, this, know, you
0: don't do it now though.
1: I don't, but I don't not do it. You know, I kind of, I'm oh. just a little bit more balanced now. I say like,
2: I will eat a ton right. of, But I eat I more salads cook. than my acupuncturist would recommend. Yeah. Because I mean, that's he, what I still crave. They're like um, horrified
1: when I tell them, yeah. but it makes me feel good. I yeah. don't have problems digesting it. And so, you know, at the Ann Wigmore Institute, which is like, do you, are you familiar with Ann Wigmore? Yeah. yeah. Right. So I spent so, some time there and the amount of healing that I saw Firsthand, like I went there just because I was interested in the subject, but everyone there was terminal.
0: Yeah, oh, for sure.
1: And it was wheatgrass therapy. It was Rejuvelac. It was a little fermentation, and it was all raw, raw food, a hundred percent. And so. I don't know. I just wanted to get your take on that, like how you view cooked versus raw, especially when it comes to
0: greens. I mean, I, I hate to say what works for every single person as well. Like for me, raw really. I screw you to, up. Yeah, I mean, obviously digestion. I mean, I just the pain of my in my tummy of yeah. eating so much raw. On the other hand, I'm amazed all those Eastern doctors told you to cook because I mean, it's so it's so fact like accepted at this point that you take all the nutrients out at a certain temperature of
2: this heat. This is what, and so and, but, it's a little bit. But well, I think I there's also of, an argument that certain that certain nutrients or certain specific or ingredients activated. actually get unlocked when you cook them, like oh, broccoli, yeah, that, for example. No, yeah, that's true. That's yeah, very
1: yeah. true.
0: So again, you have to do so. It's so much very more confusing. Homework. I
1: don't know. It's um...
0: so. I think it all just depends on how you feel. Yeah. You know. I mean, I raw definitely doesn't work for me. Yeah. Um, and I try not to overheat too much, even when you know I'm giving food to my kids and whatnot. I just feel like overheated. Just I naturally understand. Yeah, you're kind of killing everything right. with the heat. So right. I well, when it too. looks kind of
2: sad and limp on your plate, you can imagine that it's not quite as it's vibrant a little bit to- flat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Like void of what it needs to be. So um, I try to go in the in the medium, and and you know, and that's one of the reasons why when I created eight greens, I had no plan whatsoever. Like I didn't even, you know, I didn't know it was eight greens. I didn't know it was anything. And one of the reasons I did make it a liquid, I mean, like you guys with blueprint is you, there is, you know, a lot of facts that to have it in a liquid, it digests faster. Mm -hmm. And that really was huge for me. It Mm -hmm. worked for me. So I just thought, okay, I'm going to carry on with that. So were you doing a lot of juice therapy at, at, at that lot. point yeah and I did a lot of you know IVs with the liquid I mean massive like mm-hmm. I know I think my morals and kettering still does vitamin c but you know I mean 30,000 units like three times a day which is Oof. crazy what I was yeah. doing yeah but um I was super sick so no one else should try it unless right you know, so yeah so
1: how did you arrive so we talked a little bit about the algae um
2: Yeah, let's talk about the actual eight.
0: Yeah, Yeah. so they were the eight that really worked for me. Wheatgrass was really challenging for me, so I I get very potent. Yeah, and just the acidity. So I really wanted to put it in this because I found wheatgrass shots to be very tricky. You know, barley grass I find impossible to find. I think it's one of the hardest ones. Yeah, where do you find? find.
1: where, Where Where do you
0: source it? Like. But so we source it in America, but to actually find it at your local store, right? Is yeah, I don't see impossible. it ever possible. I mean, yeah. even when like, we'll do photo shoots, and they'll be like, "Can you find barley grass?" I'm like, "Good luck." You know, it's <laughs> yeah. a really hard substance to find. I mean, the spinach, kale, and um, I mean, there's a few that I think are quite standard, and then the spirulina, chlorella, and the aloe vera was is very soothing for me. It's mm-hmm. really calming. The spirulina and the chlorella, you know, obviously they're both algae, but they're very different, and they're 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 I found blue, green, algae, and spirulina and chlorella to just be really powerful for me. Yeah, the algae is.
2: Yeah, can you talk a little bit more about that? Because I think that those are ingredients that I feel like at this point, consumers are probably used to seeing, like they're they familiar with the words, but I think that there's still maybe not a clear understanding of what these do and why they're so much different or how they're different than something standard, like a leafy green spinach or, or kale or something. Well, like,
0: I think the other thing with algae too, too and then yeah, I'll answer your, is that, I mean, I think people look at them, myself included, and I'm like, how are you going to get this in your diet besides a smoothie, you know, and getting this into my kids? Like, I really, it's important to me that I get a smaller amount, obviously, but that I get into my kids. And like, you can't hide a little bit of blue-green algae in like a pancake mix. It changes the color. Like, it tastes. It's just so obvious. So. For algaes, um, the blue-green algae in particular, just to focus on that, it's 100% not man-manipulated, and that's pretty special to me. I mean, it literally is the algae coming out of it, and a lot of people would say it's probably, a lot of scientists, I should say, would say it's probably the most um, powerful green there is. The spirulina and the chlorella, um, I know there's a huge debate right now, which I don't even want to, like, go down that bandwagon too long, but, you know... You do have to be a bit careful of where you get it. So when people go and get it, because you can get various toxins if because it's an algae, you know you, how it's composed. So I do want people to be a little careful of where they go consume it. I'd want them to go to you know a proper location to get it. But it's just amazing. I mean, overall, every single one of these greens just just you know everyone knows the immunity, the energy, the detox. The I mean, you can go on and on and on, and it, it it's it's just mega. For me, it was so much more powerful, like mushrooms, the fungi, just, oh, I broke out in the worst rashes. Really? Oh, that's what I was later on my list, but I want to ask you about mushrooms. Yeah. Like yeah. my body couldn't take it. Like greens really were what my body just, you know, mm-hmm. loved yeah. it. even like right now, the apple cider vinegar craze of everyone doing the shot. I take so little of a shot and so rarely because it just doesn't settle well on right. me. It's just me, you know, but for yeah, else, But you've also right. learned so, I mean,
2: the hard way, unfortunately, but you've learned to really listen to your body and understand how it's responding to things in such a powerful way. So you've got like the shorthand and you know exactly what it is. Like you can, you're down to like being able to dial things up and down to the ounce or to like the milliliter to understand how you're going to get your maximum benefit. And I think, you know, that's, we, we talk about that all the time of just having people really understand, learning how to listen better to your system to see what works for you and not just, take somebody's advice because it worked for Zoe or it worked for me or it worked for you. Right. But actually yeah. really it's just to experiment and understand and listen
0: to the signs. Do you remember
1: and, that? Um, oh, sorry, go
0: ahead. No, I was just going to say, and not to be like, I feel like people are very hard on themselves or they think they need to go full bore on everything. And it's like, you know, it, it, there can be a little bit of like gracefulness and yes. gentleness along with the process. It doesn't have to be like, you know, okay, I'm going to have this whole thing of chlorella. But just be like gentle and see how it, because your body, I think, will appreciate that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a good rule in general. It's just like everything in moderation,
0: right. which we're awesome say. at in the yes. US. I know. Yeah, we're really <laughs> like, good. New York girls, please. <laughs>
1: It's definitely it's a bit like, of a work hard, play hard mentality. Um, I was just going to ask if you remember the um, the Blue Green raw food store, store yeah. back in 2006. Matthew Kenny started it. It was basically like, I, and I was talking to him about it and I was like, why did you call it Blue Green? I remember him just being like, Cause it's the most powerful fucking green on the planet. <laughs> I, I <laughs> was like, okay, um, oh, uh, I
0: missed that. Yeah. I was in London all loved up because I got married in two thousand five.
1: World band, but I came back to New York. But no, I missed it. And does your husband eat the way that do you guys have the same diet? Or do you
0: well, I mean, and this is this is I don't want anyone to think I have like this amazing, you know, perfect diet because no, no. it's so no, realistic. I don't yeah, 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 I mean, well, I'm so like normal. I've yeah. got the biggest sweet tooth of all, you know. And I sometimes I'll go to people's houses and they're like, I'm so intimidated to cook for you. I'm like, <laughs> seriously? Like, I, like right. I'm like, I that's what people yeah. fail
2: to understand, yes. is that instead of looking at people like us who are, you know, who are entrenched in this business and who have created products that are better for you. It, the whole point is to give you tools. The point yeah. is not to make people feel like, you know, shame at cooking for you or that we have some sort of like dogmatic approach to it. Oh idea
0: possibly offer you no. a boss Like seriously, like no, no, my
2: I'm and like, fine, that. I saw in your cookbook, yeah. like you have a Bloody Mary that starts with a greens tablet. I'm like, that is my girl. Like, that's what people <laughs> yeah. need to understand. <laughs> yeah, finding we the all balance, finding the ways that these types of products can really serve as a tool and not as a, a lesson or as like a, you know, a, a template for how you're supposed to live every second of every day. Yeah. More just you know you do this and then you do something else and you balance and you find where, you're, this, where your where your homeostasis is so less. i
0: was going to say like with my husband he he eats like every other well, I mean, I know guys will have very, you know, variations, but he's just like anyone else. But you know, it's one of the reasons why. So it took me 264 prototypes, and he tried every single one.
1: 264. Wine. So you've been working on this, yeah? Let's talk it about. It took the about actual- five years.
0: But just to give my husband yeah, yeah. a little bit of kudos because he really deserves <laughs> it for trying every single one. Because my benchmark was if he will sure. drink it, and yes. if he and his best friend, I was Mikey like, if those two it. guys will drink it,
2: anyone. Okay. Yeah. So this is we should name it after your husband. I'm oh, like, be like this the is John Russell drink. two sixty
0: five.
2: Yeah. So how did you? So let's talk about the process. So you had this moment of okay, I'm going to create this product, then I'm going to put it out there and give people a little bit of uh, of what helped me and what was what was that process like? And when did process that start? Was I know
0: way too much about these greens. And it was also like living in London, coming back to New York and being with my friends who are just like, you know, sitting, the three of us talking right now and realizing I know so much more about greens than they do. And I'm like, oh my God. And here we're in Manhattan with access to like the Whole Foods and the Malvins and we have access to everything. Think of the mom that is like, you know, in a smaller town, busting her butt, which we can all relate to just to like get our kid's teeth brushed in the morning. You know, I don't think she really wants to go have to learn about blue-green algae to the depths that I had to. So really my, my, my whole thought process was, is like, how can I help her get blue-green algae? And I didn't know if it was liquid. I don't know. I didn't have any concept of what it was. So it was so slow. It was, you know, um, John Fried is a dear friend of mine in London. So I borrowed his hair chemist was the very first thing I did. (laughs) And, um, So that was just like my very, you know, and, and, and every single person I went to was like, Don, just don't even go down this path. Greens are impossible. And, you know, and then they're going to taste horrible and then they're going to smell horrible. And like, no one can do it, this and that. And the more I kind of saw how complicated it was and how everyone was saying it was impossible, the more I was like, there's gotta be a way. And This was, um, you know, having experienced what I had experienced and then having everyone say it was so difficult is why I just, I, I did become obsessed. I mean, five years, I mean, who takes five years to, you know, 264. I went through four manufacturers because they all kept telling me, I mean, I worked with all of their chemists and they would be like, we can't do it. She's crazy. And I'm like, next one I go to, I just, I really did. Become good for obsessed. you. I know yeah, that's, that's good though.
1: See, that's, that's the mark of a great idea is when you just or it's insanity.
0: impossible. Or insanity. <laughs> well, but she
2: when knows. it's impossible yeah. to fathom that it can't be done. Like right. Yeah. You- and I mean, it's interesting
0: because now, I mean, there's been quite a few that have tried to copy us and it's not as good. And I'm like, guys, seriously, like, that's why it takes five years. You know? <laughs> right. It's like, I mean, anyone can do whatever they want. Like, fine. I'm not, I don't want to dwell on that. But like, there's a reason it took me so long. I mean, it
1: does taste it tastes really, really good, delicious. And it is really it's difficult. St- I I mean, if you open my pantry right now, you will see like, no less than like five different green superfoods from five different brands. You know, like it's just All constant. The powders, yeah. And it's, you know, it's usually just like, ugh, I have to have this, I have to come up with like a complicated vehicle to sort of drink it. And then it's usually ends up tasting like fish food. It is. It tastes really to, grassy. It's tough to deal with greens, but this actually is really. Easy. I, I mean, I like the effervescence. I like the bubble. It's like actually quenches my thirst. I also
2: yeah, like that I it I dissolves it. really quickly. That's oh, my oh, number one right. issue with any yeah. of these tablets is that they take forever. To uh, actually well, it's just like water lemon water and lime. It
0: will take. Yeah. So don't have like ice cold water because you'll be very bored if you need it to happen really quick. Oh, like, so
2: it takes warmer water is the key. water holds
0: the binding together more. So it that just makes takes sense. a lot longer. i
2: out got the science brain on you. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> just like five years. <laughs> <Let's> talk about <laughs> like, molecules. Like, five years, I would know something. Okay. Okay. So you have all the algaes, you have the kale, yeah. you have the, what, what, what are, all, are the other ingredients? So spinach,
0: kale, spirulina, chlorella, barley, glass, blue, green, algae, aloe vera, and wheatgrass.
2: And it does not taste grassy, which I think is very exciting. And, yeah. And the triumph. smell,
0: the smell was like the last 40 prototypes where literally I was about ready to just be like, oh, screw it. Just tell them to plug their nose because I was so tired of it. But <laughs> that was my husband. God bless him. He's like, no, smell is super important. It is.
1: I know. Oh my God.
0: The kale just about did me in, man. Yeah. Kale was
1: so
2: difficult. stinky.
0: Yeah. So, swampy, the sulfur you know? and yeah. yeah. And it just everything came out from it. So, yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Well, good job. I mean, and it really I just tastes taste so. like lemon lime.
2: Yeah. It's great. A little bit of apple or something. There's some fruitiness to it. Huh. I don't know. It, I think maybe because it looks green and it tastes okay, a little yeah, bit it's fruity. Not apple. That's interesting. It, you, the, you, you pretend you it's green apple
0: that's yes. apple. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Apple. maybe that's
2: what I was confusing
1: really it with. Thinking. I don't know. We yeah, sure. They got are delicious. They had a good mouth feel. Mm. Yes.
0: Oh yeah. Of course.
2: You knew the circular. All, All yeah, over yeah, the yes, tongue. The disc. So mm-hmm. you have the tablets. You have the gummies. You have a cookbook. And that is it. Okay. <laughs> and what is the cookbook about? Like what is the? The
0: cookbook is completely from demand. I mean, it's about the last thing I wanted to do in the world is make a cookbook because we need more cookbooks in our kitchen. I mean, it's it's, yeah. Oh my God. But it's called eight green cookbook. It's the eight green cookbook. And literally the whole like genesis of the cookbook was because so many people, especially moms were writing in, how can I get more eight greens into me and my family without just putting it in water? And I thought, um, it was kind of like people would know, well, if you have a liquid, you can put it in anything. Mm -hmm. So the cookbook is literally just to show you can marinate your salmon in it. You can put it in any red sauce. You can make it in any Bloody Mary. You put it in any dessert. I mean, my kids and I make brownies and smoothies and we just throw pancakes on the weekend and we just throw in eight greens. And it's great because, you know, they're getting the greens and it does not change the taste at all.
1: Or the color. Yeah, it's good. It's kind of like what I do with bone broth. Just ah, like, yes. I just put it in everything. I'll cook rice with it instead of water.
0: It's brilliant. Like, it's so easy Bone broth is like the current obsession I in the know, UK. But I don't know yeah. if it is. is it is. It here well? It's yeah. Yes. Oh my God. It's almost boring. But-, <laughs> but do I am mean, like,
1: oh my God. Uh,
0: <laughs> Are they, they're a little
1: behind? How, how many steps behind the oh, US more do than, think?
0: Yeah. Many, many yeah. were behind in the UK. Yeah. But I kind of like it. Like, I love that. so fast here that yeah. I'm like, I'll be kind of like, Chilling in the back. (laughs) It's overwhelming. I know.
1: Maybe we should launch our beverage in the UK. But
0: you know, one little (laughs) tip I got at, um, God, I forget which center it was. It was this one in Arizona. It was like too many, but um, it was a brilliant idea. And I put it in the cookbook that whenever you steam your vegetables, you know, all the liquid at the bottom. Yeah. Pour that into a smoothie and that is just mega nutrients. nutrients Oh, I love that. It's so intuitive, but it would never occur to me.
1: I never really steam vegetables though, do I?
0: Oh, you don't? I do it all the time. Yeah, it's I do it all idea. the time too. So that was...
1: Yeah, I'm a little more extreme. I'm like, cook or raw? <laughs> do you have like a Cooked steamer? Yeah. The,
0: oh, you're like way down the road. Do yeah. I have a steamer? Uh, uh, a drying rack, I should say like
1: a dehydrator. Yes, oh, start. a dehydrator. Like a dehydrator. Thank you. Oh,
0: I've had a dehydrator See, since
1: 1999. Yes, yes, are you kidding she's me? She's going to be like, my dehydrator, sweetheart, was but when I like, was a I can tell you what, I've had about two dehydrators. I've given them
0: both away. Oh, good. Okay. So you uh, are no. more normal than I think. I am. Yeah, no, I, mean, I definitely I bought it. Too, and I don't even think I turned the second one on. I was just no, like, it's like you want? Mine oh, is I'm going to make
1: some crackers and have them ready in about a Three week days. From from now. Yeah. yeah. It's and we'll have some practice. Yes.
0: <laughs> so
2: I will say, I was ready to get rid of mine. I forgot that I even had it. And it has found new life because my husband likes to make jerky. So uh-huh. it has to be done. Does on, he use it? He, he uses it all the time. Uh-huh. And actually, recently it was fun. We, we went to this event where they had these beautiful centerpieces made entirely out of mushrooms. They were these beautiful, like blue and pink and flowering and whatever. And they were incredible. And we, like, I could not leave this event. Leaving these things on the table, you know, you take flowers from an event. This is like probably a hundred dollars worth of mushrooms on every table. Yeah. So we took it home. We sliced them up and put them in the dehydrator, and we're still using them. It's amazing. Those are so well, really. Pretty- yeah. So you just chew on the mushroom dehydrate. You just you dehydrate them and then you rehydrate them. You reconstitute them in water. It takes like five minutes and oh, okay. then cook so not, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah, we use it for. He uses it for jerky. He. The only rule is that I cannot be in the house. You have to do it on a weekend that I'm away. because oh, it that, really like, Low level of just like. Drying meat for two days is, I can't handle it. So, but yeah, the dehydrator, you know, comes back around like everything. God, else.
0: impressive. <laughs>
2: impressive. Um, I can't wait to read this book.
1: So, I, I want to ask when, okay, so you were 25 when you were diagnosed. When you were 24 and before that, see how I keep going back. Yeah, really. I do. I see what you're doing. Um, what did you think you were going to be doing as an adult?
0: Oh, I was applying to Broadcast Journalism School at Columbia. Oh.
1: So that's what I was in my life well, that's
0: what you thought you were going to do
1: do you have any desire to do that anymore no <laughs>
0: <laughs> like it's funny how no I mean we went I, I did the today show like three weeks ago a month ago two months ago and you know how you get up at 0 a.m and I just turned right. out flown over from London and like did the show and we was just so happy like you know that it was all done this or that and then when I got back to London my husband was like do no, no, was it actually like made me pause seeing you on the Today Show, like kind of your dream of like applying yeah. to broadcast journalism school. I was like, that's so right. I had forgotten about it. And so. you're so glad you're not doing it. Well, I guess also I'm so deeply, emotionally attached to getting greens to people that um, I think it would be a great, I think their hours would kill me sure. at Today Show. <laughs> I yeah. mean, God bless them. Yeah. Um, but I... Uh, I think having the emotional connection to what I'm doing, not that they don't, I'm sure they're hugely emotionally connected to what they're doing. I'm so emotionally connected to a green product. Like my brain can't mm-hmm. really even go. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So yeah. We can I'll, sit here with a headset and pretend we're doing broadcast journalism. It's kind of close. Yeah, I
0: know. Yeah. We like,
1: we should. <laughs> we could actually do some, I mean, we could just play for a minute. If you want to yeah. just, I could get the mirror. We Over to you, Zoe. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We like to play the Hoda and
0: Kathy Lee I think the research and giving information is amazing, Mm -hmm. you know? So they just do different topics all the time and I'm pretty steadfast on one topic. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, there's nothing more rewarding than feeling like you are helping people in like such an intimate way, you know? I mean, with their diet, with their health.
0: Like uh, like a a basic way, you know? I'm not asking them to do something complicated and that feels very like solid for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's real. That would be tough Mm -hmm. for me to be asking.
2: So what Um, do you want people to know and to take away most about your experience and how you are kind of delivering your message in this product?
0: Well, eat eat your greens. <laughs> Sorry to be so boring, but
2: eat your greens.
0: Um, or if you're not going to eat them, then at the very least drink them. Just literally, like yeah. eat your greens, and um, and then kind of the other thing we touched on that I think is really great is you know just forget the fats, like follow what works for you, and and it's you know some of us get really interested in you know the yeah. dehydration and stuff, and that's just all for our own. And I don't want people to ever feel like I feel like somehow health has become like you know. You have to keep up with it and it's mm-hmm. you know competitive. And I'm like, oh my God, why it's ridiculous. It's I know. So, so bizarre. It's crazy. So that um just like live your life and do you in whatever way is the best form. Yeah.
1: Amen. But, hallelujah. <laughs> it's a class <laughs> Thanks for having <laughs> me, ladies. Thank you so much. Thank this you. Been yeah, so it was fun was
0: and you guys are lovely interviewing. Kind Great job. Of.
1: Well, you put a headset on. I mean, and, you know, Come on. It's <laughs> half the work. When I get into costume, I'm halfway there.
2: <laughs> yeah, as soon as we can get some hair and makeup up in here. Well, thank you so much. It's oh, been really a pleasure. You. And thanks, best Dawn. of luck with Eight Greens. And we'll make sure that people know how, where and how to find it.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. All right.
2: Thanks for listening to HTW. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and make sure and rate us on iTunes. You can even give us five whole stars if you think we deserve it. If you have ideas for guests or topics, you can call our 1-800 number. Yes, we have a 1-800 number at 800-674-1839 or holler at us on social at htwpodcast.
1: You can also head to our website at htwpodcast.com for more episode info and check out our Daily Blend blog to see what we're drinking.